Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Every time I call on the name Jesus, something happens. Every time I call on the name of Jesus, something happens. Every time I call on the name of Jesus, something happens. Oh, 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 
something happens. Something happens. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that every time, every time I call on the name of Jesus, something happens. You know, I really love that song because it gives it gives reverence to God. It gives reverence to the name of Jesus. The Bible declares that at the name of Jesus, that demons literally tremble at his name. My God, my God, there is power in the name of Jesus. Well, hey, you have just tuned in to the best in blog talk radio right here on the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulane radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in. To those of you who are on this journey every week, to my Life on Purpose family, welcome back. And to those of you who have just tuned in for your first time, I'm Deborah. I am your Life on Purpose navigator. So, so awesome and super excited to have you with us tonight. Wanted to let you know that I am an author. I'm a cancer survivor. I'm a minister, and I'm also a motivational speaker. And every week I am super, super excited to take this journey on this thing called life in pursuit of purpose. See, it's all about defining our purpose, finding our destiny, and intentionally fulfilling the assignment that God has on our lives. Because at the end of the day, when we hang up this thing called life, when our spirit man leaves this earth suit that we're housed in, the question that will be asked of us is, what did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with what I assigned you to do? And I truly, truly believe that a life isn't lived until it's lived on purpose. And so what I want to say to you right now is go live your life. Live your life and live it on purpose because you will definitely give an account for what you did or what the Father gave to to you. I want to take a few minutes right now and invite you into our invite blast. If you'll go on right now and send a text, an email, an inbox, or a tweet, let your family and friends know that we are live on the air right now. Um, they can dial in on the dial-in number, which is 917 889-2821, or they can go to my social media page and click the link there for Blog Talk Radio on the God Squad 66 network, and they can join us live on their computer. So, hey, whatever way they want to connect, invite them to come on in, because I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt that my guest tonight has some good stuff for us, y'all. I know she has some good stuff that she's going to share with us tonight, and you don't want to miss a moment of what's going to be said on the broadcast tonight. Also, don't forget um, to press the number one on your keypad if you have any questions or any comments that you'd like to share um, near the end of the broadcast is when we'll do that, and I'll prompt you again at that time to remind you to press the number one on your keypad, and we'd love to have you join us right here live on the broadcast to ask a question or to share your comment or just your thoughts on our topic tonight. And our topic tonight, we're talking about gratitude. And and we put a spin on it, gratitude on purpose. I believe everything can be on purpose because it's not all about your emotions. It's not all, always about how you feel. It's not about what you see. It's not about even what's going on in your life. But we can make a conscious decision to do life on purpose. 
because everything may not always line up the way that we want it to. Conditions may not always be favorable in our lives, but we can make a conscious decision that I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it in spite of how I feel. I'm going to do it in spite of my emotions. I'm going to do it in spite of what my neighbor says. I'm going to do it in spite of what my children say, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's not all about how we feel. Um, I, I just think about when I think about emotions, for whatever reason, y'all, I mean, this is just me and I'm a, a visual person, but being visual, I'm mostly visual in my mind. So when I, when I see the, the, the word emotion, and uh, what comes to me is the letter E. I can just literally in my mind's eye see the letter E in the driver's seat in a car, in a red car, sports car. Driving now, this is kind of cartoonish, but driving really fast and erratically, you know, on the highways, you know, going in and out of lanes and taking unnecessary risk, and you know, just just charging at full speed ahead down the road, you know, without giving any care to what might happen on the next turn. That's how I see E. That's how I see our emotions because our emotions are fickle. We can be feeling one way today and another way tomorrow. And so what we're going to talk about tonight is gratitude on purpose with my guest, Nakia Willingham Nesbitt. She's here with us tonight. And so what I want to do without further ado, I want to go on and welcome my sister tonight to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay broadcast. Sis, welcome to the show tonight. We're so glad to have you here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited about tonight. I realize Yay, and I recognize we're so, that. We're so big, yeah, I realize and I recognize that God's going to do something awesome tonight. So I hope everybody's ready, that their seatbelts are buckled, and they're ready to take this journey on purpose. Woo! My goodness. I'm excited. I don't know about anybody else, but that just got me um, hyped up and pumped up and excited. Yes, yes, yes. Well, hey, sis, tell us a little bit about you, you know, where you're from, um, what do you do, family, just whatever you feel led to share. Just tell us a little bit about you tonight. Well, I am a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a minister, I'm a motivational speaker, and I am a kingdom strategist. And I believe that I am sent by God to propel his people into their purpose. Um, I am your regular everyday person, but I believe that it is the job of the believer to help other believers not just be believers, but to be followers and disciples of Christ. I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, and I am married to the wonderful, wonderful assistant pastor at Final Authority Christian Church, Joel Nesbitt, and I've got a three-year-old son, Carter, who rocks my world. Um, you know, in the professional world, I am a paralegal. I also do some real estate here and there, and I'm also an entrepreneur. I own my own business. So I'm super excited about the move of God and the things of God, and I would be remiss if I don't shout out Final Authority Christian Church. Uh, right there in Columbia, South Carolina, which is my church home. And my pastor is Pastor Jeffrey James, and I go to the most amazing church in the whole widest world. So if you're ever in Columbia, please stop by 1632 Friendly Woods Road because that's where we are. But, yeah, that that's me in a nutshell. My goodness, my goodness, sounds like you are 
um, doing some great things in the kingdom also um, in there in Colombia. And I love how you gave a shout-out to um, to the ministry as well. And um, I actually had someone ask me that today, and they um, asked me, was your husband a pastor? And I said, well, I'm not sure. And they said, um, I think I, I remember I remember a pastor by that name said that might be his wife. I said it might be. So uh, preferably that person is on tonight. I don't know what the connection um, is actually if they you know met you guys previously or what have you. But I definitely was asked that question today. But that's awesome. That's awesome. And thank God for all that He's doing in and through you and how He's using you to um, literally help the body of Christ. To, to walk forward and, and fulfilling their assignments, their purpose, and their destinies, because I do believe that that's what life is all about. You know, um, as disciples of Jesus Christ, more than any other person in the world, any other people, any other group of people, we should be about fulfilling our assignment and um, actually fulfilling our purposes in the earth. So that is so good. That's good right there. Well, sis, tell me, tell me, and I know you got something good for me. Um, what, when you hear the words life on purpose, what does that say to you? What does that speak to you? You know, I have been meditating on that all week long. And the first thing that I thought about was a benefits package. You know, I believe that when we come into Christ, we are so remiss sometimes because we will get the individual saved. We'll introduce them to Jesus. But I think we fail to let them know what their benefit package is. And the thing about living on purpose is you first got to know what you got when you came into the purpose, which is coming into Jesus first. And when you recognize what your benefits package is, that salvation is not just keeping me from going to hell, but salvation is my healing, salvation is my deliverance, that salvation is everything that I need right there in a nutshell, and that God, that Jesus, when he died on the cross, he took all of the things that I would have ever imagined uh, that could come upon me, he took that so I didn't have to bear it. And when we recognize the benefits, then we really can live our lives on purpose. I believe a lot of times we get out of purpose because, one, we don't know what we have. And when you don't know what you have, you misuse the thing that you've got because you, it's just like an abuser. An abuser misuses his wife you know, or beats his wife because he doesn't recognize what he has. He doesn't recognize the value of what he has. And I believe that if we understand what we got when we got saved, but not only that, but the value of what Jesus did, and that if we would be more focused on receiving what Jesus has already done for us versus trying to work to get somewhere, then I believe we can live purposeful lives. I believe that that will take the haze off of our eyes because no longer will we be trying to fulfill the law or do something to get God to love us, but we'll recognize that God loves me in spite of, because of, and just, and there's nothing that we can do to stop God from loving us. And I believe if we would get that principle, then we can live life on purpose. We can even figure out what our purpose is because once once you understand your acceptance, once you understand that your acceptance has nothing to do with your performance, I believe, you know, in this season, you know, I'm a millennial, and we are all about high-tech, fast-paced. It's all about performance. But, see, the thing that I love about God is he's not concerned about my performance. 
but he's actually concerned yes. about your heart. He's actually concerned because he loves you so much, he doesn't want you walking around like a broken machine. And because he's the manufacturer, you know, I often I use this analogy a lot, and my pastor said it, that you don't take a luxury car to a shade tree mechanic. You know, if I'm driving um, a Bentley or if I'm driving, you know, a Lexus, a BMW, I would not dare take that vehicle to a shade tree mechanic. But I would take it back to the manufacturer. Why? Because the manufacturer made it, because the manufacturer knows every ounce of it. And I believe that that's the thing that God wants from us. He wants us to go back to him because he made us. He knows all about it. That's right. He knows the hairs on our head. He knows what we're going through. But I believe in our own humanistic minds. And because we don't understand what happened when we got saved, because a lot of times we don't even point people back to the cross. We don't even point people back to Jesus. A lot of times we'll preach, you know, prosperity or things of that nature. But we need to let people know what they've got, how to use what you've got so that you can live in purpose so that you can have a balanced life, so that you can have a joyful life, and so that you can experience all that God has for you. Because if you're living a life and you believe that you're saved and your salvation is purely just just so that you can go to heaven, then you won't be healed because you won't know that you, that healing was a part of that. You won't be delivered and made free because you won't know that that's a part of that. You won't be prosperous. I mean, you know, even the Bible goes on to say, Beloved, I wish that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. That's your mind, your will, and your emotion. So God wants us to be on purpose about prospering, but prospering in every area of our lives. And I believe in this season of time, God is calling us to a state of balance. And it's like, hey, get one with me so that when I launch you out there, you're already one with me. So you don't have to look to somebody else for approval. You don't have to look to the right or to the left, but you can go in purpose knowing that I've already got you, that I've already walked these steps out for you. I knew this was going to happen before it happened. No matter what it is and no matter where you are, I've got you because that's the kind of love that I've got for you. But if you don't know that, then you're not going to walk in purpose. You're going to live a less than life, and you're going to always find yourself kicking the prick. Wow. Let me ask you a question right there. Why do you think people, when they're going through something, they don't go back to God? You know, you said um, earlier that whenever, you know, we, if, if something's going on in our lives or something is broken, we wouldn't take that expensive vehicle um, to a shade tree mechanic Yet when we're going through things, sometimes we'll go to um, that friend or, or we may even go to someone that may not even be a believer and we'll seek, you know, um, advice or consult someone that may not have ever experienced anything, you know, near what we're going through. And we'll begin to uh, tap into other people and listen to what other people say. Why do you think, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in that predicament that instead of going back to God, we go to other people and seek out other resources for answers? You know, I honestly believe that it's just being human. And I also believe that a lot of us, we are, we are, we are church, but we don't have relationships. And the thing about it is, when you have a relationship with God, 
when you're going through something, God has a way of getting your attention, and he will tug at your heartstrings, and he'll say, hey, talk to me, hey, talk to me. Now, the good thing about God is he's not going to go against your will because, I mean, I mean, Holy Spirit's perfect uh-huh. gentleman. He, you know, he's not going to push you. But I believe a lot of times we're looking for for something tangible when it's a spiritual thing. Sometimes we're going through stuff, and I think we fail to realize who we really are. And the deal is that you are a spirit. You live in a body, you know, and you have a soul, and that's your mind, your will, and your emotions. And when you recognize that you're spirit first, that first your spirit, and then, you know, then we're going to work with that, that soul, that mind, that will, and that emotions. Those are the things that need to be changed. Once you get it right at that level, then I believe you're able to prosper. But just to answer your question, I believe it's human. I mean, it goes back from Adam. Uh-huh. Think about it. When Adam was in the garden uh-huh. Uh-huh. and sin came into the world, Adam immediately, God was still speaking to him, and he was still communicating with him, but Adam was hiding because he was ashamed. So it goes uh-huh. back to the point, and, and, and this is my major point, it goes back to the point that we really don't know what we have. Because if uh-huh. we understood yes. the validity yes. of our relationship with God, yes. the validity of how much God loves us, and a lot of times we come from, you know, a traditional church standpoint, and some of us need to be delivered from tradition, and we need to get in relationship, and we really need to understand uh-huh. that there's nothing that you can do to keep God from loving you. There, there's nothing. That's right. There's nothing you can do. You know, you, you can cuss today or tomorrow. You could kill, shoot somebody. God is still going to uh-huh. love you. But we are so we are so judgmental beings. You know, we put undue judgment on ourselves. You know, a lot of that is just being self-righteous. A lot of us have pride. I don't need nobody, you know. I don't need nobody. You know, and, and, and that's just what it boils down to. But I really believe that we have to know what we've got. And we've got to know the validity of how much, you know, when you know someone loves you, it's like when you're in a parental relationship. And for some of us, it's hard to imagine because maybe we didn't have a good relationship with our, especially our father. You know, maybe we didn't have a good relationship with our father. But think about it. When you're in your parental relationship, your mom and your dad, and they love you unconditionally, there's something about that love. That no matter what's going on, right, wrong, or indifferent, because you know they're going to love you anyhow, that causes you to go to them, love on them, and talk to them. And that's the same kind of love that God has for us. He has an unconditional love. He has a love that doesn't fail. He has a love that transcends boundaries. He has a love for us that's so awesome that it's just unimaginable. And I just want people to know that no matter where you are, no matter what predicament that you're in, that God loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. I was speaking to someone today, and it came to my mind. We were talking about Peter and how Peter was walking on the water and how he began to sink. And Jesus lifted him up out of the water. He never let him drown. And, yeah, he did rebuke him. He said, you know, oh, ye of little faith. But the point was he never let him drown. He never let him go Uh under. He was always there. And in this 
day in this season with everything that's going on, you got to know that whatever you're going through, God will never let you fall. He'll never let you drown. He'll always be there. Just when you think you're about to go under, let me tell you something. Jesus will pick you up. He will lift you up. He will put a standard against the enemy. And a lot of us are facing so many different things and even in the world. But the, but the Bible says that he'll lift a standard up against the enemy. Yeah, and he, yeah. he will make your enemies your footstool. He will That's fight right. your battles. And this is why I'm saying to the people of God tonight that it's not even your battle to fight. Because when Jesus died on Calvary, he had already won the battle. He had already won the yeah. victory. But it's your job as a believer to stand in the word that you know. And to be who he called you to be. That's your only yes, responsibility Lord. Yes, Lord. tonight. Yes, Father. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Yes. Who I just hear that. I just hear that in my spirit tonight. That someone needs to know that God loves you. God loves you in spite of. In spite of what you're going through. In spite of what you experience. That does not negate the love of God. The love that he has for us. And I was just thinking as you were speaking, um, going back to that question as to why do people sometimes go to other people versus going to God, and then you answered it in a roundabout way when you talked when you went to the book of Genesis and started talking about Adam and how when Adam had sinned, how he hid from God. And I think that sometimes, too, I know we're, we're human, but sometimes, too, the reason that we don't go back to God is because we don't think that he loves us anymore or because we think that, you know, he, 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 we, we're out of favor um, with him somehow. And so rather than going back to our creator, we run from the creator, and then we begin to run to the created thing, and we begin to talk to people and, and get, um, um, get some advice from people that may not be able to give us the advice that we need or the best advice when all we had to do instead of picking up the telephone phone, you know, to go to the throne, get on our knees and go to the throne of God and begin to make, you know, our requests known to him, to pray to him. You know, the the Bible tells us that we should always pray. You know, man should always pray and not faint. We should always pray. We should should always have that communion with heaven. The, the lines are always open that we can talk to God day or night. We can always communicate with him and versus running away from God because of what I've done or, or what I've said or, or what I've thought, you know, don't run from God. Don't run right. from God. Like Adam, when God came looking for Adam, God already knew where Adam was. And, and Adam right. was, of course, hiding. And he says, you know, you know, Adam, where are you? Where are you? God, I heard you, and, and, you know, you're coming, and I hid. But why are you hiding? And sometimes when we find ourselves in a situation or in a state in our lives, we hide from God or we run from him. But leading into now into our um, topic for tonight, you know, having gratitude on purpose. When we look at where we are and we find ourselves in circumstances and situations, we can look at the fact that, yes, that happened to me. Yes, I went through that. Yes, I did that. Yes, I was not obedient. Yes, all these yeses are lining up. However, because the Father still loves me, that gives me gratitude on purpose. That makes me appreciate God. That makes me thankful that the Father loves me in spite of me, in spite of what I've said, in spite of what I've done, in spite of where I've been. You know, the Mm -hmm. times, you know, think about, we think about sin and we think about missing the mark. Sin is not always the things that we do. 
So it's not the sin always of what I've done, but sometimes it's the sin of omission. It's the sin of the things that I should have done that I didn't do. You know, the Bible says to him who knows to do good or knows what to do, and we don't do that. To, to me, it's sin. If I right. know that I'm supposed to go this way and I don't go this way, then to me that's sin in the eyes of God. So sometimes it's not only the sin of commission that we um, have in our lives, but sometimes it's a sin of omission when I know what I should be doing, Lord, when I know, God, what you're calling me to do. I know I need to be in your face more. I know I need to pray more. I know I need to be in my word more, Lord. I know that I, I shouldn't be hanging out with these people. Do You know, be it, you know, am I drinking? Am I, you know, fornicating? Am I in a drunkard's right. relationship? Am I overeating? Am I stealing? Am I, you know, am I doing things that I know, Lord, God, that doesn't give give you honor with my life? You know, when I look, when I think about, you know, my body, you know, being the temple of the Holy Spirit. And think about, you know, when God, when Paul said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. So when I think about all these things that the body, just being human, just right. being a person, being a spirit man housed in an earth mm-hmm. suit, and we don't always get it right. We don't always get it right. But because we know God loves us, because we know God cares about us, that he's not mad at us, but he is madly, madly in love with us, then we can have an attitude of gratitude, and we can have gratitude on purpose. doesn't matter what it looks like or what it feels like or what it seems like. I love God. God loves me in spite of me. I'm going to give him glory. I'm going to give him honor with my life. And the things, whenever I fall down, you know, the Bible says how many times should a man fall? As many times as he falls, get up again. So mm-hmm. no matter I don't know who, who's out there right now and where you are right now in your walk with the Lord, but you know what? It doesn't matter where you are right now in this moment, but what matters is the fact that you hear, you're hearing the call tonight, you're here, you're here, you're, 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 you're tuned in tonight, and that the Lord is speaking, and he's saying to you right now, no matter where you are right now, get up. Get up from where you are right now and get back in the right relationship with God. One thing that I, I posted from, from what we were talking about earlier was church minus relationship equals confusion. When we, we can go to church all day long. We can be in church every time the doors are open. But if we don't have a true relationship with the Father, if we don't know him as Father, that he is our Abba, he's our Daddy, if we don't know him like that and we're not in the right relationship with him, then we're not going to be able to sup with him the way he wants to sup with us and be able to abide in him the way that he wants to, wants to abide in us. And so God is calling us. I just hear that, that love, that love, that love. You just said that over and over, and I caught that in my spirit, that that's what God wants us to know tonight more than anything else, that I love you. I haven't forgotten you. I haven't forsaken you. I have not left you alone. The same God that was with Peter when he stepped outside of the boat is with you right now. The same Amen. God, the same God that hung the sun, the moon, and the stars is right now with us. The same God that spoke to Moses, and Moses stretched out his, his, the rod and the Red Sea open, and the children of Israel, Israel crossed on dry land. That same God right now is moving in your life. He's helping you in your circumstances. He's helping you in your situations to move out from where you are and walk into your new place, to walk into your wealthy place. 
Hallelujah. Glory, Glory to, God. to God. Glory to God. Amen. And whoo, wow, that just moved me so greatly tonight. And right now what we're gonna do, guys, we're gonna pause right now for a moment for our life on purpose song for this week. And based on what we're talking about and what I'm feeling in my spirit right now, I want you to know that right now in this moment, that as we agree in prayer, anything can happen, anything. God is a miracle-working God. So it doesn't matter what you're going through right now. God is able to move in your life. God is able to, to make wells and dry places. He's able to exalt every valley. He's able to make every mountain come Amen. low. Thank He's you, able Jesus. to open doors that no man can shut. He's able to open doors that no man can shut and shut doors that no man can open. God says, I'm able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or even think according to the power that works in you. Yes, so God. right now we're going to listen to this song by Jonathan Nelson, the name of the song is Anything Can Happen, and we're going to come back to the broadcast, and uh, my sister's going to share on this topic, Gratitude on Purpose, and we're going to have you come on in with your comments and questions, if you have any tonight, and we're going to continue to move on, but God is moving right now on the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule radio show. Listen up right now, Anything Can Happen. Jonathan
you got to make your body language prophesy. I'm feeling that for the night, Bishop. When you say breakthrough, I need you to break out of the stuff that you're in. And I need you to break for it. in here, in here, in here, anything can happen in here. Well, welcome back, welcome back. Hey, thank you so much for being here tonight. Just so much wisdom, so many wisdom nuggets are being shared tonight with my guests. This awesome, awesome woman of God here on the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule broadcast. None other than Nakia Willingham Nesbitt is here. Um, you are listening to the God Squad 66 Network, and we are so glad that you chimed in, that you tuned in. I'm just sitting here and just thinking about that song that just went off um, by Jonathan Nelson that anything can happen. We begin to connect with God and begin to trust Him and believe Him. You know, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And when we begin to trust in him and believe him, put totally put our faith and our confidence in him, we will see things begin to happen in our lives. And right now I want my sister, she, we're going to share about um, from the topic, gratitude on purpose. And just to hear our thoughts tonight about gratitude, how does that affect our purpose? How does that affect our destiny? Sis, welcome back. Welcome back to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulane broadcast. Awesome sauce. You know, I was thinking about, you know, gratitude on purpose. And the saying came to me that if you complain, you will remain. Um, I believe that one of the things that gratitude does is it causes us to move beyond what our natural eyes can see. And it causes us to enter into a spiritual realm where we can see beyond where we are at that moment. Um, I'm often reminded that a lot of times when our backs are against the wall, you know, we start complaining, and all we're going to see is our complaint. Because one thing I recognize is that words have power. You know, the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue, and whichever one you choose, you're going to eat the fruit of. So, uh-huh. When we are don't have gratitude and we don't have an attitude of gratitude, then our mouth doesn't speak that. And then now we start getting negative results in our lives and we find ourselves in a stalemate because all we're doing is speaking from a negative place. You know, the world was framed by words and so is our life. Our life is framed by the things that come out of our mouth. And see, the thing about gratitude is that gratitude shifts the focus off of you and off of the issue, and it magnifies your God. Gratitude causes you not to give your God your problems, but it causes you to give your problems your God. And see, that in itself is powerful because a lot of us are stuck because of what we say. I mean, we really are. You know, one moment we're saying, you know, I believe God's, you know, God's going to do all something great and something mighty, and then the next moment we're speaking defeat over our lives. Oh, 
He get on my nerves. This ain't going to work. I don't see where this is working. Instead of saying, Father, I thank you that your word says. And, Father, I thank you that, you know, you've already done it. And I thank you that you're faithful. You know, when you have an attitude of gratitude, it causes yeah. your very mindset, not only your mind, but when you're thankful, even your body flows better because not you're not – you're not putting your focus on the wrong stuff. And, you know, the enemy is such a sneaky joker. I always say that the enemy, he doesn't have new tricks. He just got new bags. So he's like that person. <laughs> you know, he's like that person in your family that always re-gifts the gift. You know, like somebody gave them a gift card instead of them keeping it for themselves or somebody gave them some socks or something and they re-gift. You know, we have people that are like that. That's how the enemy is. He ne- uh-huh. He doesn't have new tricks. But he's just got different packages that he puts them in. And I believe that Uh one of the areas that the enemy is trying to attack us in, and that is our attitude, but us not being thankful. Because if we all think about it, it don't have to be as good as it is right now. And there is always somebody out there that's worse off than you. You know, just to even be able to open up your refrigerator and see food. I mean, it might not be what you want to eat, but Lord have mercy to be able to open up your door and you see food. You know, to be able to get in your car and it cranks up and it works. Come on, to be able to, wait a minute, just to be able to open up your mouth, just to be able to lift your hands. That is enough in itself to give God glory for. Because if you look at the news. And you look at the things that's going on. It's not even the older people that's dying now. I'm seeing people younger than myself. You know, I'm seeing where people are dying left and right just unexpectedly. And let me tell you Uh something. When it's over, it's done. So every day that Uh you're living this life, you got to live it with an attitude of gratitude. Because when you wake up in the morning and you thank God, then now you're inviting God into your perimeter. You're inviting God in. When you start with that thankfulness, when you enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and then you begin to enter into his courts with praise, you are inviting God into your atmosphere. And that is the power of gratitude. Because gratitude says, God, I ain't that great, but you are. God, That's you know, right. I'm, I might not necessarily be happy with the way everything's going, but I'm thankful because you said that you never leave me, you never forsake me, that you'll always be there, God. So that is the thing. And thankfulness causes you just to shift your mindset because a lot of times we focus on the negative. I mean, we really do. And and sometimes that Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, you know what? Nakia was going in right there. She um, evidently, her call dropped, but prayerfully she'll be back in in just a few moments, focusing on the attitude of gratitude. And one thing that she just said, for those of you who just tuned in, she's talking about inviting God into your perimeter. You know, sometimes we will make the problem major and make God minor. And God says he wants to be bigger than any mountain that you might have in your life. In your life. He, may, he wants to be bigger than any problem, any, any um, opportunity to come up in your life to cause you to struggle, to cause you um, to lose sleep, to cause you to lose finances. 
God says, I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than anything and everything that opposes you, that comes against you. Glory to God. And Nakia, you're back in. Come on back in, sis. Amen, amen, amen. The devil is a liar tonight. You know, but I thank God. I thank God tonight because, you know, God is so good that he's already set it up for us. You know, it's not like we're serving a God that we have to do all these things for to please. You know, you see people, Uh and I even think about people, you know, who are serving uh, like they're in the the extremist Muslim belief where they believe that they have to blow themselves up, you know, to please their God. And the one thing that I love about God is that he just loves us. You know, there's not anything that we have to do to prove to him that we love him. He loves us just because he loves us, because he created us, because he's God. Uh And, you know, that's awesome. And that's something to be thankful for. And then living in a nation, you know, we take for granted on a daily basis that we live in a nation that allows us the freedom to be able to worship our God and to worship our God openly. That in itself is enough for us to give God glory. You know, I just want to encourage somebody out there tonight that whatever you're dealing with, that your God is greater and your God is stronger and he's bigger than whatever you're dealing with. And if you will just take a moment to just step back, you know, sometimes life could just beat us down. You know, we have all kinds of issues. Sometimes our money's not right. You know, sometimes we're having issues in our relationship, whatever it is. But if you could just take a moment to just step back, and oftentimes I do it because a lot of times I'm faced with different things, but sometimes I just stop and I just start writing. And it's something that one of my girlfriends, Katrina Clark, she said, Nakia, she said, you know, when you get into a crunch, you need to just start writing down everything that you're thankful for. Every little thing, I don't care what it is, I encourage you tonight, take your focus off of what's not going right and start just being thankful and just writing and reminding yourself of what you're thankful for. And that attitude in itself will clear your mind, will clear your thought process, because get this, gratitude and nasty attitude can't stay together. Gratitude and dissatisfaction can't stay together. So if you're in a funk, like if you're having one of those days where you're in a funk, if you will just take a moment to just start thanking God, I don't care if it's, Lord, I thank you for my big toe, whatever it is, if you will take a moment and you will just start thanking God, let me tell you, it will change your atmosphere. It it, it, It literally opens up the door for God to begin to move. Because no longer will you be focused on the circumstance that he's already taken care of. And the truth of the matter yes, is that's all say trouble don't last always. Because if it did, you know, one week we have an issue and the next week is gone. And a lot of times we forget what's going on. And then sometimes the enemy just tries to blow up something that's so small to make it so big so that we can stay in that place. But if you will just take a moment just to block out all the voices, just to block it out. Uh-huh. Just that you sometimes you gotta tell yourself. Sometimes you gotta tell your mind, mind. Line up with the word mind. Stop. Just stop. Come on yes, now. You, you sometimes yes. you gotta see. You have to do this. 
Now, see, this is being thankful on purpose. You have to purpose in your heart that you're going to settle your mind and you're going to settle your thoughts and you're going to expressly think of something good that God has done, something that you're thankful for, and focus on it. And I promise you, that spirit of heaviness, that atmosphere will break. And see, the good thing about that is now you're opening up a door because once you start getting into gratitude, then you start worshiping and praising God in the midst of that. And see, when you praise God and you get into gratitude in the midst of trouble, you sucker punch the enemy. See, sometimes you got to do the opposite. When the enemy when the enemy thinks, oh, I, I, I won, no, sometimes you got to be like David. You got to encourage yourself. Glory, you got to sucker punch yes. the enemy. And you got to let them know you don't win today, Satan. Jesus has already done it. I'm victorious. And whatever I'm in, there's a ram in the bush. And sometimes you've got to remind yourself. If God did it before, he can do it again. He's the same God. And you've got to be like David. You've got to slay Goliath, but sometimes you've got to remember the lion and the bear. Because before David even got to Goliath, he had to remind himself of the lion and the bear. And sometimes you got to go back and say, wait a minute, I remember when God did this, and I remember when God did that. And, God, I glory, thank you that you're glory, the same glory. God. And so this right yes. here is going to be just like my lion and my bear, and I'm going to cut it off at his head. And the great thing about oh, it is when you begin God. to praise God, when you begin to worship God, now you're releasing. You're releasing a word into the atmosphere. Now you're putting God's word out there. And see, glory, the thing about glory, the angels glory. is they move at the word. See, you've got charge over your angels. And see, but they move at the word. You've got to speak the word. And once you begin to give God his word, your angels say, oh, yes, 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 I'm ready, I'm ready. And now God begins to open up doors. And your eyes become clear, and now you're opening up a tunnel your way out because you made a conscious decision to be thankful. Glory, because glory, you made glory, glory. a purposeful decision to turn yes, all your glory. pressure to gratitude, into praise, into worship. And one thing I know is that when your heart and your spirit get together, your head and everything else follow. And that's uh-huh. the order of God. I want to encourage somebody out there tonight to just let you know that, one, you're not alone. The enemy tries so many times to abscond us, to get us to feeling like we're alone. And I know this is the holiday season. A lot of people have lost loved ones. You know, a lot of people are get caught up in gifts and, and what they can't provide. But I want to let you know that God is for you, that he loves you, and that there's so many other things to be thankful for than what you don't have. And if you will just focus on what God has already given you, what he's blessed you with, not only that, but if you would just focus on what he said in his word, and you'll start to put that out there. You'll start to plant seeds, and I promise you'll get a different result. Your life will change. Your word, When your words start changing, when you start releasing that thing into the atmosphere, when, you're, when you have gratitude on purpose, it propels you into your purpose. So I want to encourage you out there tonight, please, 
Don't get caught up into the trap of the enemy to stay in Lodabar. Don't get don't get trapped up with the enemy telling you, oh, you know, this 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 ain't going to work or that ain't going to work. Listen, as long as you got breath in your body and Jesus is Lord and he's yeah. always Lord. Hey, he said that nothing is impossible to them that believe. And if you're in him, he's the God of the impossible because nothing is impossible to yeah. him. Therefore, there's nothing that's impossible to you. And when your desires line up with his desires, it's like working a well-oiled machine. And that's where results come from. And I just want to encourage everybody out there tonight that it's not over, that God's not finished, that even if you didn't reach your goal this year or, or whatever, it's never too late, that God's timing is always the best timing. Yes, it is. And be yes, in is. God's timing. Sometimes we want things so bad, and God's saying, not now. And sometimes our our standstill is our protection because God loves uh. us so much. And sometimes he'll say, halt, wait a minute, i got to put you right here because he knows the road that we're taking. And sometimes our hope is our protection. So don't don't look at your no or what's not going right now as, oh, yes, my God, you know, this is not going to happen. Or, this is the enemy. But sometimes that's God's way of protecting us because he knows the road ahead and he knows the timing and he knows when things need to be released in our lives. So I just want to encourage you all out there today, be thankful because it's the best way Amen. to be. Yes, God. Yes, God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. glory. My God, my God, my God. Sis, thank you so much for those nuggets tonight. Thank you for sharing. We have been tremendously blessed. Um, Thank you for allowing the Lord to use you. And we have just a couple minutes before um, we um, end the broadcast. So if anyone has a question, a comment you want to share, don't forget to press the number one on your keypad. And we'll invite you in live to the broadcast and allow you to share or to ask your question or give your comment. But right now, I want, um, um, sis, if you'll tell us how we can connect with you, how we can stay abreast of what's going on with you. All right. Well, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. I am Kia Nesbitt. That's K-I-A-N-E-S-B-I-T-T. Um, you can also find me at Final Authority Christian Church, 1632 Friendly Woods Road in Columbia, South Carolina. But social media is the best way to follow me and the things that God's doing in my life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Well, I guess all hearts and minds are clear. And, again, I want to thank you so much, Sis, for coming to share with us tonight. Uh, we will definitely um, remain with this mindset that we will have an attitude of gratitude. And, it, and it, if at any time we find ourselves in a position where we don't feel grateful, we're going to stop and we're going to take a seat and we're going to begin to write down the things that we are thankful for and we are going to give God glory because often I say this, Things could be better, but they could be far worse. So we thank God that things are as well as they are. No matter where you are in life right now, just know that someone will change places with you in a minute. And so tonight, sis, if you'll pray with us and um, 
You know, this is the end of the broadcast for this week. Thank you again for tuning in live to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay broadcast. Meet me here again on next Tuesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. for another show, um, as well as on Sundays at 4.30 p.m. on WDRB Media on iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio for the Life on Purpose broadcast. See you there as well. All right, sis. Father, we just thank you tonight. We thank you for the word that's been released tonight. And, Father, I thank you that it falls on good ground, that it germinates. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, that you will get glory out of their lives, God. God, that you will move in the realm of the miraculous, that you will do the the impossible, God. I thank you even now, God, for hedge of protection. I thank you for covering upon them. I thank you even now, God, that from this day forward, that our mindsets will change and that we will begin to have more gratitude, to be more thankful, God. But not only that, God, that we will see ourselves as you see us, whole and complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, and nothing lacking. And we thank you for this show, God, that you will continue to move in a mighty way on the airways. And, Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, guys, thank you again for tuning in tonight. Thank you so much, my sis, Nikhil, Willingham, Nesbitt. Um, I look forward to continuing uh, to connect with you and um, talk to you soon. All right, y'all. God bless and good night. Bye now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.